All right, and uh, back we go again. Yeah, here we are. Sweet wee interruption, eh? Uh, how's it going yeah. there, mate? Good, mate. Yeah, busy. busy. So, happy Friday, eh? Friday, second pod. Friday, am I right? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, James, we're here, we're back. Pod number dos. Yeah. Uh, obviously, me been learning my Spanish. Recently. Yeah, yeah, you have sort been in Spain recently. Do you have any uh, Rioja? When you were down there? I had a, a, a wee glass of Rioja when I was down there, yes. In, yeah. Uh, enjoying some good uh, good meats. Good meats. Yeah, I do like a tapas meat, actually. Um, I don't like tapas in general, though, because mm. I, I like my own stuff. Yeah. Um, which is, but hey, here's something we're not going to have to ourselves, a bottle of wine. Wild Earth Wines, Pinot Noir 2019 from Central Otago. Now... Why are we going there, James? Well, Central Otago, well, it's got a special place in my heart. You see Central Otago. I went to boarding school in Central Otago. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, after I got thrown out of St. Kent's. Um, went down there for my last year of school there and uh, had a great old time. Had a great old time. A lot of wineries down there. So there's, there's some great vineyards where a lot of my mates at school would work at the weekends. And the boarding house, we actually split it in two. Um there was the borders on one side and the other side was uh, a bunch of fellas from Vanuatu who would come over and, and pick fruit from the old orchards and the vineyards there during the summer. It was great time. Great time. Great time. And then this, and this wine is really just a sort of, it, it's like a glass of 2015 for me. Oh, it's an homage to your years and to your year. Even though it was school. produced four years four after years I after left the region. But, well, to be honest, even for myself, it's a place I hold extremely dearly in my heart. Of course, because you had your debut, sorry, debut victory in uh it was your debut victory it in single seaters it was it was my it was my second race weekend of the trs 2017 now yeah. the old boys you know marcus the old robert schwartzman's and yeah the robert uh richard Vashaw's, sorry yeah the, the old grid was filled with young brimming talent i'd go as far as saying that was the golden age of that category now i hope it's on the up now post covid but uh, yeah, i mean no. that was a stacked field oh and we had a lot of fun. It was a oh, good five weeks. But yeah, anyways. None of that is making it onto the airwaves. I can guarantee that. Yes, no, no. Uh, so yes, a Pinot Noir from Central Otago, uh, Wild Earth Wines, um, 2019. Now. 2019, I'm trying to remember, recall the summer of 2019, but. Uh, 2019, the year before COVID. Oh yeah, of course it was. That's all you can was. really say about it, can That's you? all you can really say about it. It's a really good way to time stamp a photo is with masks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, well, should we have a... Have should a, we have a wee... Well, we should have a, a sniff. Sniff first, first yes. of course. So swish, yeah. swish. Swish, swish, swish. Whoa. Okay. It's, it's quite a soft bouquet. It's quite... So, it's, yes, it's, it's, it's not a, you know... Yeah. Um, Colour-wise... Quite bricky, bricky. That's a, that's a that's a great. What's the what's the descriptive word? Is it a, it's a brick. adjective? No, yeah, it's a, it's a brick, sort of brick red. Yeah, it's sort a of brick red color. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm bricky. just I'm just trying to think of the English definition. No, but, no, there's no um, there's no definition there. It's just it popped out yeah. straight out of my head. Bit of um, air gathering in the bottom. So yeah, vanilla the vanilla oak, clove, potentially, leather. Oh, earthy. Yeah, and it is called Wild Earth. It after is called all. Wild Earth. So that's probably where they drew some inspiration there. Smoky, smoky. Yeah, it is a little bit smoky. Smoky like a bar- little shrimp like- is Barbie. Yeah, smoky. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, yeah. Barbie, Barbie. Oh, should we have a taste then? You know, good cherry red color, like you said, brick. 
Oh, now quite dry. It is quite dry. I fancy it though. I love a good red. And, what's, um, what's the alcohol volume? It tastes a little, uh, quite uh, maybe on the higher end of the alcohol volume. Ah, uh, thirteen point five, mate. Pretty, okay, pretty so pretty much in the middle. Yeah, pretty much standard. Uh, quite light, mm. dry, light. Uh, it's yet yeah, very smooth. The, the think, aftertaste yeah. is quite smooth. It's quite strong, punchy on the opening. I'm getting a bit of spice just on on the back of my tongue. Mm. Kind of like a um, almost like a paprika. Mm. Yes, James, and. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a lovely wine. Definitely one I could, you know, picture myself enjoying on a fine afternoon in the Lake District with my fellow Screaming Meals compadres. What about yourself? Did you picture? Well, this ta- actually, this takes me back to what we called our after ball, um, where we had, uh, it's not as filthy as it sounds. We had, it is actually in many ways, because uh, we have a ball at school, which I'm trying to, it's like a prom. Oh, like a prom. prom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is all very formal. I think it was in the school gym. Mm. Um, my my date was a, a, German, a German exchange student, actually. Um, that's not even a lie. That's actually true. And um, and then we had the after ball. Now, this is where the fun really kicks ah. off. And obviously, being in central Otago, everyone's just rolling up with bottles of red. Um, of and it was, this, it was basically somebody's dad had a, a paddock going spare. And... They essentially set up this inflatable cube with a DJ in it, and then we just had a party in a paddock. Now, I, th- I took a bottle of red wine along to that, um, and this is a lot like it, actually. Oh, good on you. Yeah, so that's where it sort of it takes, takes you back. Takes yeah. you back to your young virgin days. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to, uh, to, to, to obviously our, our, our next segment, which we always do now. Mm. The weird news stories of the week, James. Well, actually, no. Well, hang on. Wait. Am I, am I, am I skipping ahead there? Sorry, mate. I want, I want, I want, a, I want an out of yeah. 10 oh. on the line there, mate. Come you on. want to go back to that old night. You want to you want to feel it in that glass. How would you go with the food pairing on this? Oh, salsiche. A little saucisson from mm. Spain. Mm. Mm. I think that would taste quite nicely as the one we've got. It's funny you say that because we've actually got some here yeah, exactly. um, to get stuck into and then have a bit of a dive. So, um, no, I th- I th- for me, that's almost like a, it'd go quite nicely with a, a delicate um, sort of hors d'oeuvre such mm. as these, or even like a bangers and mash. You know, it's got that, it could carry a meal like that, I think. Hundred percent. Mm. I'm so, so I'm so sorry. I'm munching mid pod. Mm. Actually, we made a mistake here because I've eaten at the same time you've yeah. eaten. So it's just, just, if yeah. we were better, yeah, we're just rookies. We would have done we'll one on each. The, blame it on the fact it's only our second pod. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. I think, um, like I said, the sort of sort of soft hors d'oeuvre there could could mix quite well with the old wine. You could go with a, a nice entrecote as well. Mm. Uh, mm. Quite strong, the wine there on the on the palate on the on the initial. It is, but I tell you what, there's nothing worse than having an entrecote with a wine that's just not not right, there. and it's too soft. And you because it's quite a rich flavour, your entrecote. So you want something that's going to sort of challenge it. Well, in I, a way. I, I never eat an entrecote without wine. Mm. Now Why I'm, would a, you? I'm a massive meat eater. I'm literally so essentially. 
take any way you will, but I'm essentially drinking wine twice a day. Yeah. And uh, now that's part of my diet, mm-hmm. of course. And um, yeah, if the wine's not good, the old meal's not good. No, no. I mean, well, I think I don't I think, think. I think that's where we come from. In 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 our in our perspective of screaming meals, we originally created this podcast to talk about food. Mm. Now that didn't really it quite didn't happen, happen. No, but we still delve every now and then into the old food topic. Occasionally, but yeah. The wine is so important, mm. and actually, it's somewhat limiting because obviously. Um, I can't remember his name, but that guy who races in America now, he's like dead against meat. And what it, so that really limits the, um, the opportunities that we have like, on it for the life of me. I can't remember who he is, but um, looks like he's having a good time from the old Instagram. But yeah, getting back to um, getting back to the, the other stuff that we do here. And we, you know, like, you know, as we addressed last week, we like to sort of solve problems and offer solutions and things like that. And, um, we've been less so offer problems. I think, I think you could put it in a way of, we look at the journalistic world today and we see too many, too many stories that, that don't really tickle your funny bone. Mm. If I may say, mm. you know, we, we like to delve into the funny side and the, the sort of underground world of journalism. Yeah. And, uh, We've come up with two special doozies today. You know, let me pull one up. Yeah, you've got to pull yourself up. I, I mean, I can pull one straight in. I've, I've done some research. Here we go. Now, this is the first one I noticed. And actually, this this is quite a segue from our, our hors d'oeuvre here. Uh, sausage vending machines booming in Germany. Booming in what sense there, James? Booming, I'd assume that means they're sort of, um, I don't think it's some kind of terrorism thing. They're just getting really, really popular um, looking at some of the images here. So it looks like a sort of pre-packaged, so not cooked sausages, not like your sort of Bunnings sausage sizzle outside Mm -hmm. the hardware store there. It's more of a, almost like a meat deli counter without a bloke behind it. Oh, right. And so apparently these are now big in Germany. And uh, what's your old uh, go-to bratwurst, let's say? Uh, yeah, I'm quite partial to a bratwurst. Um, if we if we're sort of opening it up to the the sausage spectrum, yeah. so to speak, um, I'd I'd be more inclined to go to any sort of venison sausage, and I like a, an oven cooked. Mm. I'm not a pan sausage guy. See, I like on the grill. I feel it's less messy for a start, mm. but I think you, you can also, you can really torch your sausages properly. Yeah. Whereas if you go in the pan, then you're just going to burn the outside of them. And yeah, it's not yeah. going to cook through. Yeah. See, I myself, I, I'm, I'm quite partial to a, a veal sausage. A veal very, sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, very famous in Switzerland. Okay. And, uh, you tend to have those with a rosti, which is a yeah, the potato of, dish. Potatoes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, out on the slopes there, obviously mm. this year with the 12 degrees in the fake snow perfect perfect lovely lovely yeah. honestly i had a grouse of a time mate can you imagine like, of a time it's just some of our guys at work went skiing last week and they said it was absolutely freezing it snowed all day yeah, every minus day 15 degrees poor bastard can you imagine going like skiing and snowboard yeah and it's just snows all the time and there's just snow all over the mountain You'd be sick of it god it'd be fucking boring but yeah so uh Bratwurst taking off in Germany, I guess. Yeah, well, all sorts by the looks of it. I mean, you've got quite, I mean, look, you've got to think about this sort of concept of your vending machine. You've got many different options there, a real smorgasbord, if you will, of, uh, of sausage. Um, but, I mean, look, I, we sort of, we tried to sort of come to a conclusion and a solution for the monks last week. I don't think we need to do that. I don't see this as a problem. This is fantastic. Why aren't we having more 
sausage, sausage machines over here. Just more sausage in general. Because Brits do like a sausage. Oh, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Iconic. Toad in the hole with your Yorkshire pudding. Never Gravy. Heard it before, but yeah. Oh, I know where I'm taking you for dinner tonight. Oh, dirty. <laughs> and uh, back on to, uh, to another news story that I found myself. Now, it's a little bit less, uh, um, I guess, we can't delve as much into it, but it's, it's definitely a, an, interesting, an interesting one. Sure, hit me with that. Some, uh, some woman seems to be sharing her apartment with 1,100 cats. Okay. Cats. Yes, cats. Imagine having 1,100 cats in your 4,200 square foot apartment. Know I can't imagine what 1,100 cats looks, looks like, like, full stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. How, I mean, how many um, how many stories of buildings would that be, do you think, if you stacked uh, 1,100 cats on top of each other? Each other. Oh, it's pretty damn tall. I reckon it'd be, I reckon you're looking at at least 12 stories. Maybe more. Actually, maybe even more. Quite a lot that. more. So you got how many cats per story? I'm going to say 20? Yeah. So what's 1,100 divided by 20? Oh, James, you've lost me here, mate. Divided you're trying by... to Google that. But that's a 55-story building worth of cats. That's bigger than the building I'm about to move into. Quite. Oh, massive. Anyways. So, so she's fit 1,100 cats into her flat, not yeah, even house. 4,200 square feet. Now, this is a maths problem. You know, it's like one of those, John's got 10 watermelons, he sells four. How many does he have now? It's yeah. kind of the same problem. You, you never expect yeah, but to if come she across sells one four, person. If she sells four what? cats, that's not going to even touch the sides of her problem. <laughs> Definitely not. How does, she keep, how does she keep them alive? I, 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 was, I was about to delve into the point of how much does she spend on food per week for the old cats there? Because I oh. bet you she's getting at least three bags a week. Must be. Maybe a day. Must be. Maybe. This is a definite mathematical problem here. Yeah. I've set myself back to sort of GCSE maths there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember ever reading the question. Now, if Sue had 11,000 cats, what's the biggest issue she's going to face financially? Surely your health would be the first concern. Like, there'd be, I mean, I don't get, mean to get too grim here, but excrement oh, all over the excrement. shop. Imagine being the poor bloke that lives next door. Imagine he's got a cat fur allergy oh imagine if you ran one over if, if you, you're the neighbor right you run a cat over in your car what do you do do you tell her or do you just throw it in the bin and hope that she doesn't notice that's a it's a bit of a moral problem isn't it yeah yeah i i reckon i would just you know own up about it yeah well you're that kind of guy yeah you know? i'm that kind of person you know straight to the bin for me so there was um Another weird one I saw as well, which I don't have any details surrounding, but uh, let me just pull it up here. There was um, it's just a quick news segment, like an extra. Yeah, quick sort of short, sharp, you know, bang, bang, bang. Um, there's a goat that's befriended a Serbian tiger um, in, I can't quite remember where, but they're really worried that the mating season is going to bring it to an end. Now, I'm not sure if that means that the tiger's going to try and mate with the goat or if the tiger's going to try and mate with another tiger, but... Um, or if he's going to eat the goat. Well, quite. It's interesting news either way. Goat stew. That's quite a nice dish. I've never heard of a tiger stew. Neither. Tiger bread, tiger loaf. Lovely stuff. There you go, James. And, uh, well, I guess this covers our quick news segment of the week. Yeah. Yes. CWC News. CWC News. And, uh, yeah, no, it's been, it's been a pleasure having you again at mine, James. Uh, Thanks, man. 
I've back been in the wine this, corner. This lovely earth, earthy wild earth wines, Pinot Noir. And uh, well, that ends it for today. So uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Thanks, mate. <laughs>